another outside the box worth supporting. Today's topic is divest and reinvest. The stock market, Wall Street, these are iconic symbols of our economy, but they're not institutions benefiting the entire U.S. economy. They do not lift all boats. Wall Street and the corporate stock and bond market are Robin Hood scheme in reverse, primarily transferring money from the middle and working classes, the 99% of the population, to the wealthy 1%. The stock market's reputation used to be as a pretty safe gamble for investors. Not anymore. After the 2008 financial collapse, where stocks lost over 50% of their value, about $30 trillion, according to the Roosevelt Institute, it's been a roller coaster ride. Because of shareholder primacy, described by Marjorie Kelly in her book, The Divine Right of Capital, stockholder dividends are a corporation's first priority. Workers, the creators of corporate wealth, have not shared these profits. According to the New York Times of April 4, 2014, quote, corporate profits are at their highest level in at least 85 years. Employee compensation, adjusted for inflation, is at the lowest level in 65 years, end quote. Company spending on local communities and the environment has also suffered in the name of maximizing shareholder returns. Most importantly, Wall Street has significantly contributed to the wealth gap between those with higher incomes, especially the wealthiest 1%, and the remaining 99%. The wealthy are the prime beneficiaries of Wall Street's corporate generosity. The United States now has the dubious distinction of being the most unequal quote-unquote developed country in the world according to, believe it or not, Fortune magazine. Inequality hurts a country in numerous ways, according to Kate Pickett and Richard Wilkinson, authors of The Spirit Level, Why Greater Equality Makes Societies Stronger. Thanks in part to Wall Street's contributions to economic inequality, the U.S. has the highest rates of teen pregnancies, obesity, mental illness, and incarceration and the lowest percentage of waste recycled among industrialized countries. It is time for investors, governments, institutions, and individuals to begin divesting entirely from Wall Street. The city of Portland, Oregon did it in April 2017. After being pressured by local organizations objecting to stock holdings in for-profit prisons, companies doing business with Israel, and financiers of the Dakota Access Pipeline, city commissioners agreed to move $539 million primarily to government bonds. Portland's divestment is a sign of the growing dissatisfaction with the stock market as an investment vehicle. Money divested from Wall Street can be moved to Main Street instead. Over 1,000 Community Development Financial Institutions, CDFIs, an example of community investing, are looking for investors to provide capital to local businesses so they can compete with the multinationals. 
divestment campaigns have worked in the past. They contributed to the collapse of the apartheid government in South Africa. Billions were transferred from large banks to credit unions and community banks in the 2010 Move Your Money campaign. And 350.org has popularized fossil fuel-free funds that take money out of big oil, gas, and coal. But divesting from selected stocks helps, but even so-called socially responsible stocks support multinational companies and increases in the wealth gap. If we want a human-scale economy that reduces economic inequality in our future, it's time to divest from Wall Street in its entirety and move your money to Main Street and local economic development instead. Would you support a divestment from Wall Street and move any stock you had to community investments? I'm Larry Danzinger, expecting to hear a loud thud sound when Wall Street crashes. (laughs) 